to the Travel Like a Boss podcast, the radio show all about traveling like a boss by being your own boss. Stay tuned for weekly interviews featuring guests that have built their own online businesses. If you would like to have access to our entire back catalog, visit travellikeabosspodcast.com for instant access. And here's your host, Johnny SD. Hey guys, this is Johnny and welcome to episode 146 of the Travel Like a Boss podcast. I'm here with my buddy, Julian Gold. Hey, Goldie. good to be here. It's Goldie, right? It's, it's Goldie. like Goldilocks. Yeah, it's a real name. That's crazy. I know. I Julian know. Goldie. <laughs> oh my God. All right, so me and Julian have actually known each other for a few years now. Yeah. Yeah, here in Chiang Mai, we met at Pun Space, was it? Yeah, Pun Space, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what was the story? Do you remember? Um, I was walking around Pun Space, and uh, actually, did we meet at the coffee club? I don't remember. It was yeah. literally like a few <laughs> years a ago. We were, we were back in Chiang Mai again, both of us sitting here in my apartment. Uh, Julian's been working online for a few years. We just had some lunch and I figured, I was like, you know what? I never had him on the show and he's doing well. So that's why that's I wanted cool. to have you here. Yeah, it's good to be in it. Yeah. yeah. So as you guys can tell, originally he is from the UK. The UK. Yes. Yeah. The ultimate kingdom. <laughs> is that what they call it? <laughs> yeah. That's what it really stands for. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I was joking with uh, Julian that... The, I renamed the podcast to the UK sucks. Well, no, 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 sorry, no. It was, fuck the UK. It was. Fuck the UK. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Julian, I come on my show. It's called Fuck the UK. And he's like, yeah, is that we, you talk about like politics and Brexit? I'm like, no, no, I just, you know, just talk shit about the UK. Just because uh, <laughs> I'm on, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why do you think it's so fun to make fun of people from England or the country? Well... Our national food is fish and chips, okay. so you know that's a good start. Might as well be ba- beans on toast. Um, yeah. We have funny accents, I guess. A bit, yeah, yeah. definitely. And uh, I it's, think it's really bad yeah. weather. I think it's because you guys take it so well. Like, <clears throat> like Canadians, you can't make fun of them because they'll disagree. They were like, "Oh, I see your point, eh?" <laughs> and then people from other countries might just get really offended. Americans be like, yeah, right. You know, we're the best. But British people, they all like joke around with you as well. Yeah, I think um, we take it well because we kind of know it sucks. It's expensive, bad weather. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not much to like. But that used to be the greatest empire in the world. Yeah, for, back like, in the day. Yeah, for like what hundreds, if not thousands of years. Yeah, hundred years, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And you guys were known for you know being posh and elegant sophisticated having you know some of the best brands out there luxury and then now now you guys have the only way is essex and yeah the pride of britain yeah it's like what happened you guys (laughs) i don't know what happened but uh something went terribly bad badly down there yeah yeah and then we started making bad political decisions yeah yeah, and what's so? What's crazy is I, I know we we're kind of joking about it, but I've met more long-term expats from the UK that just never want to go home than any other country. It's so, funny you say yeah. that, actually. Yeah, I mean, every I mean, myself included, every single Brit that I've met out here doesn't want to go back. They have no intention of At going all. back, not yeah. even to visit. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's insane because. People from everywhere else, they like living abroad or they like being a digital nomad. They like traveling. Yeah, yeah. But they also like going home. Like, I love going back to the US. Yeah. It's just a bit far, so I don't do it very often. But I enjoy it when I'm there. And I'm like, and, but the people that I meet from the UK often, I mean, obviously it's not everyone, but often they're like, fuck that, mate. <laughs> Never going back. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I mean, it's a long way home from here, but I don't know. I mean, it is super expensive, bad weather. This is getting pretty crazy with the Brexit right now out there. I mean, yeah, there's, there's tons of reasons not to go back, I guess. And not just for tax either. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So how long have you been living out of the UK and where have you been? Uh, so I moved out to Chiang Mai in April last year. Uh, oh, it's only been a year? Yeah, yeah, Man, yeah. I feel like I've known you for like years and that's years. That's just our okay. connection, John. Is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, since then, I've done Vietnam, Laos, Cambodia... Phuket, Bangkok, and uh, I'm going to Bali this month. So yeah, it's been pretty awesome. Very cool. Definitely want to talk more about your travels, but w- did you have some kind of online job before you came or did you figure out what you got here? Uh, yeah, so I was 
for about the last five or six years before I quit my job, I was working full time as a marketing manager and it was pretty boring, pretty brutal because I was working in recruitment. Um, and then I went on holiday to Thailand and when, and when I got back, me and my best mate at the time said, you know, within one year we want to be out here working online and living the life. So uh started working on Fiverr, pretty much earning $5 an hour, which yeah. is brutal. <laughs> if, yeah, if anyone's not familiar with Fiverr, it's F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Mm. And it's a great place to get cheap gigs. So if yeah. you want like a cheap logo made for five bucks, if you want something cheap made for, you know, something, you know, whatever you want for five bucks, yeah. go on there. They pretty much have everything on there. But you weren't buying the gigs. You were... The I was one. the cheap labor. You were the cheap labor. <laughs> and you're not from like India. You're not from Pakistan. You're an English guy, you know, selling his labor for $5 a pop. <laughs> what, like, what was the rationale for that? Um, well, I mean, to be honest, I just wanted to get a taste for working online. And I knew Fiverr was like one of the easiest ways to do it. Um, but yeah, it was kind of funny. I got my first $5, uh, my first order on Fiverr. And, I was like, yeah, I only need 100 more, and then I can move out to uh, Thailand. <laughs> nice. What was that for, that first one for? Uh, that was for, I started off doing, like, uh, blogs, article writing, like, 500 words for $5, and, man, it was brutal. But it actually gave me a really good feel for working online and getting started, so, you know. Okay. Yeah. And what's actually, I, th- I think what's cool about it is knowing that it's a great place to get started, but it's not, you know, you're not going to want to just, do five dollar gigs no, forever no, no way did you know that like when you first started yeah i did yeah i mean i I, th- I saw it as like a it was a temporary solution for getting me out of my, my my job at the time um but then i knew as soon as i was working full-time online i wanted to do something a bit more profitable okay <laughs> i do like it and we've actually had another guest on um <clears throat> marion bouquet she was what, i forgot what episode it was a long time ago but it was called voiceovers and Oh, episode 47. So it was a long time ago. Uh, almost exactly 100 episodes ago. It's pretty wow. crazy. <clears throat> she started doing voiceover work on Fiverr, which is basically saying, I have a microphone, a quiet place, mm. and I'll read your script for five bucks. Mm. And she's actually the uh, the voice on the Travel Like a Boss podcast. So when you, guys, yeah. when you guys listen to the intro, that's her. That's awesome. And when she first started out, she was charging five bucks because she... Didn't have a demo reel. She didn't have that much experience yet. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, you know, I'll do these because instead of, you know, doing it for free to get like a demo yeah, and then everything kind of sounding the same because you're just making things up, why not get real clients that have real scripts and, you know, are going to talk about promote your company and, you know, use that while making a little bit of money on the side. So that's exactly how she got started. And now she's making... You know, I think the last time I, I spoke to her, she was making like three grand a month Ooh. from, you know, I don't know. I don't even know if she's on Fiverr anymore, but that's yeah. like the way she like launched so herself. So she got started on Fiverr and then built up business up. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, with Fiverr, like it's a great way to, to build up your reputation and put in, And once you put in the groundwork, like nowadays, Fiverr for me is pretty much passive. Like, so I've gone from working for like $5 an hour to earning like 15 or $20 in, in 10 seconds. So. You know, I, please explain that because a lot of people are thinking, like, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I probably yeah, got a bit ahead of myself. But, yeah, so basically I started selling, instead of, like, writing blogs and selling marketing plans, I started selling books on Fiverr that I'd already written and then uh, people were just interested in. So, like, my top selling book at the minute is 100 Marketing Ideas and I sell that as a package. So you got, like, upsells, like... SEO tips and digital marketing strategies as well as 100 marketing ideas and um, from there you know people order them and because I've already written the book it's just a case of clicking the button delivering it on Google Drive and getting the money in, in literally a matter of seconds so it's pretty awesome that's really cool so let's break that down for people who are still trying to wrap their head around yeah, it sure. so Fiverr is a marketplace where normally people sell services mm-hmm. well I guess this is almost kind of a service as well it's just that instead of you custom doing this service every time someone orders, yeah. you already have it all done. Yeah, it's pre-made. And, yeah. Yeah, and people order the service and then you just digitally deliver it, which in this case is just sending an email. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's already uploaded on Google Drive. So just click. I just send the link to them. And, and the great thing is as well, because it's so fast to deliver, 
people give me great reviews for it. Uh, Fiverr loves it, which means it, it goes up in your algorithm because it's so quickly delivered. And, uh, and I'm getting so many more reviews because I'm delivering like 10 times more gigs a day than what I was doing previously. So it's, uh, it's like momentum building up, I guess. That is awesome. And I think just off the top of my head, I can think of tons of you know similar but different gigs mm. so you know that way they're not trying to compete in your niche yeah. because especially because well first i'd be messed up but second <laughs> you're so far ahead of them you have all the reviews so it's it'd be difficult it, to compete yeah, and yeah. it'd be stupid for them yeah yeah but just off and, and but some people are probably thinking like oh man i wish i would have thought of that man it's there's so much there's opportunity so many there. things right so much opportunity i'm gonna yeah, give yeah. you guys three ideas right now just off the top of my head things that i would personally buy so i know other people would buy mm. one is Royalty-free music. Yeah. Definitely. So most of it out... There's a lot of royalty-free music out there. It's kind of hard to find. It kind of sucks, usually. So you have to usually. go through a lot of it. <laughs> and then, you know, then you then you find it. Then you got to, like... Then you got to find... Then you got to download it and blah, 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 right? So mm-hmm. why do people want it? Is to make... When they make YouTube videos, they want to have music that they can put on there mm-hmm. without someone else claiming that copyright. And when they do, bad things happen in your video. So, you know, YouTube can either take it down or they can make it not, you know, you can't monetize or whatever. So people yeah. want to buy Road a Few Music, but people don't want... People, first off, most people don't know where to get it. Second, people that do know where to get it don't want to spend the time looking for it. Exactly, yeah. So if you could figure those two things out, which is pretty easy, you know, spend a day figuring that out. Yeah, yeah. And then what you want to do is you want to go through it all and then just download the good ones, yep. categorize them so... You know, you can have one be like epic background music mm-hmm. or another one being like motivational music or, you know, good, you know, voice, you know, good for voiceovers or good for whatever it is. Oh, that'd be perfect. Have yeah, different yeah, packages. Yeah. And then you can even do a sample where you like in your video, in your sales video, you can play like a little bit of each so people know what they're getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when people buy it, one click, digital deliver, done. Yeah, that's it. Pretty, it's so easy for you and it's perfect for them. It's going to save them hours of of time and make their lives a lot easier. So, and yeah. about how much money like do you make from some of these books? And I mean, like, you know, bearing in mind, it cost me nothing to write these books. Like, it was literally a few hours in an afternoon. So, like, I've had orders that start from $5, which is actually quite rare. Most of them are like $15, all the way up to $80. For That's one, crazy. for one book, like okay. for one package of books. Yeah. And how many are you selling per month now? Uh, I sell about a thousand dollars worth of books online, so it yeah. just makes my life so much easier. Yeah. So, you, and that's pretty much all profit, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it didn't cost me anything to write them. Didn't cost me anything to deliver them. Uh, Fiverr takes twenty percent, but that's a thousand dollars I'm making after Fiverr. Oh wow! Yeah. So right. your total revenue is probably a thousand two hundred yeah. fifty, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's cool. That's yeah, really that's awesome. cool. Yeah. So uh, this is pretty much completely passive, except for going in, clicking a couple of things. So damn easy. I mean, and if you really wanted to, I'm sure you can figure out a way to have a VA do it or yeah, some yeah, other yeah, way to do it. Okay. And uh, yeah, and, and also, you know, you've got the app on your phone for Fiverr. So literally you just log on your app, click two buttons and, and you're done. And you're done. Yeah. I like it. that a lot. So easy. All right. Let's give someone else another idea. Um, okay. Something else that you can do is... Okay, so I think with the, with the music stuff, that can be literally 50 different projects. Yeah. So I think someone yeah, yeah, can yeah. just do that. But let's think ebooks, okay? Uh, or other kind of digital downloadable things. Mm-hmm. One thing I could think of off of my head is like weight loss plans I or fitness exactly plans. I was thinking the same thing. Really yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. So what you can have is you can say, order this one if your goal is to lose weight. Yeah. Order this one if your goal is to gain weight. And then you have like these pre-written diet plans and you just send them that. Yeah, that's it. I mean, and then, I mean, they're buying it because they literally don't need to think. They've got the diet plan sorted, the workout program. It's all done for them. They just have to follow it. Yeah. yeah. And the cool thing about these small gigs that are like 5 to $15 is people's expectations usually aren't that high. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know, so as long as they get a good couple good tips out of it, they're happy with it. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, and then also, like, with all these books, you've got the opportunity for upsells. Mm-hmm. So you can add extras to your gig. So, you know, with a workout program, you could sell a diet plan or you could sell like uh, yoga plans or anything like that. So, yeah, so there's a lot of opportunities yeah. to make even more money just from one gig. This is great that this episode came out in the beginning of January because I think this is the month where everyone's like, I want to have a stream of passive income yeah. for the year. I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like I don't have the, the time or the money to maybe get into e-commerce or you know, I don't want to buy inventory to do Amazon FBA yet. I don't want to learn how to 
program an app. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is something that takes a lot of time to set up. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not a lot of time, but it, it takes a good amount of time to set up. Yeah. All right. And then some time to manage. You got to, and then there's always gonna be little things you got to figure out. Mm-hmm. You know, right. But realistically, you can do this for pretty much no money. Yep. And it could be pretty much semi-passive. Yep. For either you know at least the next few years or maybe in the rest of your life. Who knows? Yeah, pretty much. And um, I mean, there's it doesn't cost you anything to list it. Once you've written the content, you can make your first uh, sale within 24 hours. It's super easy to deliver, so it's not going to be a big commitment on your side. And and you know, once you put a few gigs up, you can test and tweak and see which ones sell and and add up sales and and just optimize it even more to make more money. So yeah, it's great. I like that. You know, that's actually a good point. Where some people might be thinking, oh, you know, you know, thanks guys, you gave us the magic bullet. I'm just going to throw some cr- crap up there <laughs> and I'm just going to make some money. But it it doesn't work that way, right? Yeah, like it doesn't, like no, life no. and business doesn't work that way. Yeah. So what are some like very basic things that people need to have in place before they start selling? Like, do they need to have a nice profile? Like, you know, solid profile? Like, what, like, what do they need? Yeah, definitely. I'd say, you know, uh, like one of the biggest things I see with sellers on Fiverr is that their profiles are so poor. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, personally, I, I write a lot of sales copy, which is a, a whole different side of, of what I do. But um, you can optimize your profile in terms of your picture, your main headline, uh, the skills that you have. And also, you know, when you're writing sales copy, you've got to focus on the value you're offering to the person who's going to buy stuff, which so many Fiverr sellers actually ignore. And I think it costs them a lot of sales. So, yeah, um, I think that's the biggest factor, definitely. And then you need to think about your keywords, how you're going to tag the profile, how you're going to tag the gig, sorry, um, like pictures, videos, that sort of thing. So. So as a new seller, when you first put up your first gig, mm-hmm. are you gonna are they likely to feature you under like new or do you have to do some of your own promotion in the beginning to, to get that ball rolling? No, I didn't do any promotion whatsoever. So the beauty of Fiverr is like it's in I think it's in like the top sixty most visited websites in the US. So it's so popular. You got millions of people going on there every week. So literally if you put stuff up there and, and people wanna buy it, you're gonna get sales. So, yeah, it's it's all there for you. You don't need to do any extra promotion. Okay. I like or, it. Even though you could if you wanted to put, you know. <laughs> yeah. I definitely like it. And and there's so many things you can do that like if you guys don't want to do it completely passively and you want to make some actual money from it, mm-hmm. one thing that works really well, I guarantee you, if you have a decent setup, like as in decent lighting, decent camera, mm-hmm. decent sound, People like people love things like testimonial videos yeah. or like product review videos where companies might even send you a product, you have to hold it up and just talk about it. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, it's it's unfortunate, but most <laughs> like product reviews out there in the world are, you know, people just sending people free stuff and saying, Can you review this? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean one of the one of the biggest selling items I've seen on Fiverr is like people holding up like company logos, like mm-hmm. pictures of a company logo. In front of a really famous famous uh, monument. So oh, there like, you go. Perfect. It might be like the Eiffel Tower. It might be the Golden Gate. I can definitely see that. Yeah. So if you guys are either traveling to places where there's a famous monument or you guys happen to live near mm. one, yeah, that that's an awesome idea. You print out their company logo and then you hold it there and the company loves it because it kind of shows they're worldwide yeah, or yeah, like yeah. it makes the company it, seem yeah. kind of cool. You know, they can use it for their social media or whatever it is. And then for you it doesn't cost anything because you just walk over that's it and you get yeah. to see a pretty monument in the meantime as well and yeah. also if you get a few orders you could just print all the logos out at once yeah. just in one Batching. or two that's another yeah. great idea I think a lot of people are like ah it's $5 it's not worth my time yeah, yeah. but uh, well I guess there's two things so the first is batching so if mm-hmm. you get 10-20 orders at a time and you you know just you know, you say on there it's going to take three days to deliver mm-hmm. and every three days you go and just do it all at once that can be you know whatever 20 or 30 times yeah, five is yeah, 150 yeah. bucks yeah. for a couple hours of work. That's great. <laughs> the second thing that uh, maybe you could talk about a little bit more is I've noticed as a buyer, very few things are actually $5 now. Yes. It used to be where everything was just $5, but now it seems like things are sl- slowly starting to creep. Yeah. I mean, like, so I think five would change the rules like sort of midway through last year to the point where you don't have a minimum amount that you can charge for a gig. So, you could start off at $500 if you wanted or $200. Um, and it's it's no longer the case. Everything's a fiver. So I guess Fiverr did it because they take 20% margin. So the more money they make, 
the I mean the the better it is for them. Mm. Um, but also, I mean, it gives you as a seller an opportunity to make more money and and not just be grafting for five dollars an hour. You, you've got a lot more opportunity and, and margins there to play with. Yeah, I I can definitely see that, and it's almost kind of unfortunate from a buyer's point of view, seeing everything kind of going up in price. Mm. But it's it's almost like we got a good you know fantastic deal for a few years, yeah, and then yeah, now yeah. it's going to like what it sh- probably should cost. <laughs> Uh, but what is nice actually is there's a lot of people who still do you know cheap five dollar gigs yeah. as like a way to get people in. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know they might. So for example, if you if you order like you know let's say voiceover work, it might be five dollars, but only for fifty words or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And then if you want more, then it costs more. And it doesn't necessarily take them that much more time because it's mostly like setting setting up the mic. Reading the script and then you know uploading it, but if they can make ten dollars instead of five for literally three more lines of of text of just reading it, mm-hmm. it's easy for them. Yeah, I mean, like Fiverr is, I mean, as a seller, Fiverr is probably the best place you can learn to to about upsells. So you can reel people in with five dollars as as your your main sort of price, but then you can upsell so many things. So for example, if you know you were talking about testimonial videos, maybe for 30 seconds extra you could charge ten dollars or um if you wanted a certain style of voice you could charge an extra twenty dollars, all these different things that you can charge extra for. So you sort of like reel the fish in with five dollar price tag and then you hit them with the upsells and make more money. <laughs> you know, with your English accent you can definitely make money doing voiceover work. You reckon? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Well, you what? Yeah, well, I mean, I've I was singing before on the uh, on yeah. MySpace. Uh huh. So <clears throat> right before this episode, we looked for. Uh, I, I was looking at Julian's like profile and his photos and everything, and I noticed that he has a old MySpace page. <clears throat> so embarrassing. This photo looks like <laughs> I don't know how old is this photo. Man, I think I was like eighteen or nineteen. But I started listening to one of his songs. You can actually hear it here. <laughs> But let me let me actually rewind this a bit for everyone, just so they uh, they can hear the the whole thing in its splendor. Oh, no. This is "Lost in the Northwest" by Jules <laughs> Goldie. I've been dreaming of a place of time where money comes free, gold pays the ground. Don't do you dream of that place too? It's pretty good. I like it. Thank you, man. I had no idea it was still on MySpace. <laughs> I think it'd be fun if everyone goes back to their old MySpace pages and just see like what's on there, like what the photos are, like what our old lives were like. Because I know I was so I was different. A, I was an idiot. Me too. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure all of us were idiots. And it's crazy because if you think about it, the next president after Trump, maybe yeah. not the next one, but Within within you know ten years, every president is going to have a Facebook page or Instagram or something or Snapchat a, yeah, yeah. where there's a trail of the stupid things they did as a teenager, <laughs> and I wonder what that's going to be like. I know. I mean, like some of those photos are uh, now they're they're in the internet. They they're never going away. So you've got this big yeah. digital footprint that you can't erase. It's crazy. So part of me kind of wishes that. I would have kind of just saw that big picture and been like super careful about any photo I uploaded. You know, I'm like, okay, I don't want a photo of me drinking alcohol mm. or looking like a douchebag. Are or... you going for president? No, definitely not. <laughs> I, um, but the other part of me is kind of like, you know what? Maybe this is the time to just stop giving a fuck. Mm. Like start judging people on who they are today mm. and their actions today and just accepting that everybody was an idiot in the past yeah and, i mean that's what know. makes us human isn't it yeah it's like uh although you might regret some of those pictures like it's also a big part of your personality and who you are and yeah and, and everyone does it right yeah yeah so apologize to everyone out there for being a douche in the in the past if you, me if you knew me in the myspace <laughs> era <laughs> but check my current facebook i'm more normal now but who knows 10 years from now i might look back but like oh my god you might say the same thing i might yeah. say the same thing but. episode 2050 yeah. yeah so why why'd you stop doing music um oh, it's kind of sad but like when i started a nine-to-five job i sort of lost my passion for music which is really sad yeah. so uh i don't know maybe 
Now that I've got a lot more free time, I'd like to get back into it, actually. That'd be cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Can, can you play any instruments? Yeah, I could play a bit of guitar. Okay. Yeah, slap at the bass. Can we start a bat? No. Yeah, me and you. You yeah. can be lead singer. I can't sing, but I'll be triangle. happy to. Yeah. You can get on the train. Some, some uh, traveling nomads. You actually have a song <laughs> called One Way Ticket. Is that about travel or what is that? Do you know what? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Which worries me. Please don't play it. Let's play it right now. Let's take a listen. Oh, no. Is this ring a bell yet? I sort of recognize it slightly, but... It's so crazy that we can forget know, things that we've done in the past. Mental, isn't it? Yeah. She looked down this dead end street. DC people, people like to me. Are rusty faces in? I like your voice, man. Thanks, man. It's kind of croaky, and I must have drunk a lot of alcohol the night before. <laughs> That's good, dude. Seriously, man. Like. Get back into it. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I, I think will. you should. I yeah. really think you should. Or well, 10 years from now, I could be the world's biggest rock star. Who knows, know. man? I could say, Me oh, yeah, you. I had him on the podcast. Yeah, see ya. You know. <laughs> so, but aside from the Fiverr gigs, so it seems like that's pretty all automated. Yeah, yeah. Are there any gigs that you do that aren't automated yet? Um, or, or can't be automated? Not on Fiverr, but I, I sell sales copy on Upwork as well. So okay. I write people's websites and landing pages. And that's completely my own time, but it's it's so much more well paid. So I, I mean, yeah. So yeah. what do you currently charge an hour for that? Um, it varies, but I mean between fifty and a hundred dollars an hour. Okay, yeah. so that's that's like the that's like way way more such but a different class. Yeah, yeah, it's not something that you can just record once and just upload again. Yeah, that's it. It's not it's not passive. Um, I mean, I, I've looked at outsourcing it, like. You know, winning a job from a client and outsourcing mm. it to someone else for like twenty percent of the price. So creating like an agency almost. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but it's not worked. I've not figured it out just yet. It's a it's a project in motion. Okay, <laughs> I do like that. So it seems like you you kind of figure it out with the, it's kind of the the freelancing for big dollars because yeah. you're providing a good service and then passive income on the side for in case let's say you want to take a break. So if you yeah, want to travel. It. Uh, and you don't want to open your laptop for a week, you can, and you still have some money coming in. Yeah, that's it. I mean, like, uh, my friend came over to Bangkok, like, on, in October last year. So I took a few weeks off, and we did a bit of traveling and things. And uh, it was awesome, because I just didn't have to worry about money or income or working. And uh, I'd be on my phone, and, and he'd be like, well, what are you doing? I'd, and uh, I'd just be like, oh, you know, just... Delivering Watch a book, this, yeah. bro. Watch this, bro. This is how I earn ten dollars, bro. And uh, and yeah, it's it's like a really liberating feeling. It's incredible. I wonder yeah. from that that friend, like when they saw that, if if the, only one or two things have happened, right? Yeah. One is the like slagging it off, like <laughs> oh fuck that, mate. Like you know, get back to drinking. Like why are you wasting? You know. Even though it's only like two seconds, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. Man, it's like, why are you wasting that? Or like, oh, it's only five, you know, it's only ten dollars. <clears throat> That's a waste of my time. Or a light bulb goes off, and he's like, what the fuck? Why am I not doing that? How? Why am I not making money while sitting here? You know, yeah, drink yeah, yeah, a pint. yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, I think it's funny because he he lives in a completely different world to me. So he's in like the Royal Air Force, and uh, you know, it's kind of like all about discipline and and working a certain schedule and whereas working online it's the complete opposite you know you've got your freedom and you work when you want and you if you want passive income you can do that too um so i think he he was really interested in it but i don't know if he's followed that up you know yeah yeah uh so you know kind of on that note there has been a huge influx of digital nomads this year, nice. especially just in Chiang Mai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Facebook groups have, have grown from Growing like up. A couple, you know a couple thousand people mm. to thirteen thousand. It's crazy. And with that comes a lot of controversy. Like it's <laughs> insane. Like it's I, I like I've actually stopped replying to all those groups just because mm. it's just a waste of time. And people are just bickering back and forth about yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that scares me the most is when someone wants to get into this lifestyle mm -hmm. and none of the people who are actually successful are replying to it because we have our, our real businesses to run. Yeah. 
you know, we're just enjoying life. <laughs> we're like, you yeah, know, tra- yeah, we're yeah. actually traveling, we're having fun. And all the replies they get for even very like basic questions, you know, someone might ask like, what, you know, where can I find accommodation? Mm. And people will just tear them apart. Like, I know, it's brutal, isn't it? It's yeah. really brutal. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what are you guys, like, and what are you guys doing, you know? Like, <laughs> they just ask, like, where can I find a place to live? And Imagine if that happened in the real world. Oh, yeah. No one would start a conversation anymore. And But here's the thing is, I'm, a, I'm so afraid that people are, it's going to deter people from either coming or trying this lifestyle, or if people are here, they're going to get put off and then they're just going to leave before they have the chance to meet any normal people. That'd be a real shame, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 I mean, um, in any corner of the internet, you find these trolls, don't you? And you find people who just focus on the negativities, but you can't let that put you off, can you? You've just got to be laser focused on, on getting out here and, and, and doing what you want to do and, and not listening to, to the people who are hating on you. Yeah. But I think that's why this podcast is so important. Like mm. I, I need, and I feel like I need to share this stuff yeah. is because if it wasn't for people like you taking the time out to just share their story, most people just would never know, yeah. you know, they yeah, just that's won't true. know that's a possibility, you know, because you, I, I'm, I'm just guessing, but you probably don't have time to reply to every single person on like Chiang Mai Digital Nomads no. every time they have a question. Like, no, no, no. no, right? no like, really. how, like how often do you ever actually reply on there? To be honest, I mean... Yeah probably once or twice in the last year and that was just to my mates really yeah. i feel kind of bad saying that but uh but yeah i mean i am like you know in the past when i was first starting out on fiverr and trying to work online like i was so grateful for the amount of content out there yeah. and, and mostly free content that's just incredibly useful mm-hmm. um so yeah it's just, it's just sort of weeding out the 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 negativity and the crap stuff to, to hone in on the good stuff yeah like this podcast yeah yeah so that's why I'm glad this is around. Mm. Um, there are other groups, like local groups, where, you know, there's th- there's none of that. People mm. are just kind of like, you know, sharing events and say, oh, let's meet up on whatever day. Yeah, yeah. The problem is those groups never get, like, pushed up on top of Facebook mm. because you don't have 5,000 replies for yeah, yeah, yeah. a thread about some BS. <laughs> and then you just never see it. So I think, well, I guess the advice I would give people is... So first off, ignore all the trolls and the haters because they're always going to be there and they're probably not very helpful at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. Look for people that you connect with that you know have the time, number one, mm-hmm. to, to give you the advice. If they don't have the time, see if they've done interviews on podcasts like this. Yeah. Maybe check out their blog or their site or something. Maybe they have some content there. Or find someone who's like just right, like a level or two uh, ahead of you and they're mm-hmm. still excited to talk about it. Because I think when someone first figures it out, they have the time to share and they want yeah, 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 they want to yeah, share. Yeah, yeah. So I would do that. And then as soon as possible, meet people in person. Yeah. Because I think in person, nobody's nobody's like this. No, like, nobody's, I mean, like nobody's a douche. In, well, I'm sure there's douches in person, <laughs> but most people are very genuinely kind in person. I was going to say like, you know, when I first moved out here, I didn't, I, di- I didn't expect people to have so much time for me. Like, uh, if you have some questions about your business or you, you want to find out what they're working on like people are so friendly they're uh they're so incredibly helpful um and i wouldn't worry about like starting up a conversation in pond space or wherever you go to try and meet new people is it's so easy and, and and so people are so approachable out here everyone's in the same boat aren't they yeah. and they've either been there before or they're in that situation now the person sitting right next to me at pond space today i i, I wish i remembered his name but I like, I just turned to him and was like, hey, you know, do you know WordPress? And he's like, mm. yeah, I, you know, that's what I do for a living. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, do you mind taking a quick look? I'm trying to edit this photo. All right. And I was kind of expecting it. I'm like, you know, if I think I told him, I was like, if it's going to take you too much time, like, don't worry about mm. it. I'll, I'll figure it out. But this guy, like, he spends the next, like, 20 minutes, like, really trying to figure it out because it was kind of complicated. That's it was, like, awesome, custom-coded. Yeah, yeah. And then he said he said to me, he's like, okay, it looks like this. And I think, I don't know if it was French or from, it was, it was he had definitely an accent, so yeah. I don't want to destroy it. But he was like, <laughs> um, he was like, yeah, he's like, it looks like it's custom-coded. You know, uh, I can write you this script to, <laughs> to bypass it, quick and dirty. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, you know what? I really appreciate your help, but I don't want you spending any more time on yeah, this. Like, yeah, yeah. let me just figure it out. But it's so crazy where that's just some guy sitting next to me at, you know, at the co-working space. He is, yeah. And he has his own things to do. 
you know, and but he will take the time to do that. And I and I really believe most people in person, if you ask them the right questions, maybe if you ask them something really dumb that they can just Google, mm-hmm. they'll kind of brush you off a bit. You know, I think like. I don't know. There's like certain questions, you know, they're like, what, you know, what's like the weather or something. I'm like, I don't know, dude, like just Google it, but not, no, that's a terrible example, but like, you know, yeah. Um, like for example, I was in pun space last week and, uh, and, uh, there was a lad who was, he was working on his app, like, a, a it's like a Bitcoin app, like tracking Bitcoin. And anyway, we got chatting about it and, uh, he, English wasn't his first language. So I offered just to write a sales copy for him for the app and, and, you know, it only took me 20 minutes, but it probably makes a big difference to him and the amount of sales he gets on his app. Wow, so, that's crazy. But it's like, like I don't know, I, it didn't bother me at all doing that. I think most yeah. people, they don't mind nice. helping someone out. And, and I think if they had like the real abundance mentality. Yeah, that's it, exactly. It's yeah, like, yeah. this is what I can imagine happening, okay? So with you spending that time to help them out, the next time someone needs sales copy written, they'd be like, oh, Check out Julian. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, he writes yeah, great yeah. work. Here's an example. He, he did my site. Yeah, yeah. Or even for him, let's say he starts making a lot of money through that app, and then he's like, oh, now we have a budget. You know, like, Julian, can you write us yeah, a longer hires, sales letter? Yeah, can you do it for this other thing? And then they're happy to hire you. Yeah, it's like opens up a ton of doors and, and more opportunities, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, it's like, you might do something for free now, but it, it could really help you and benefit you in the future. Definitely. Yeah, and but the thing is, for people that... Here's what I don't like, is when people, like, they will expect it up front you know they're like not really giving <laughs> they're like well i'll do this if you do this yeah and so then bad. i'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. no i'd rather just not do it that's i mean that's kind of like yeah if it, that's the wrong motivation for that person isn't it like they're they're doing it for their own selfish reasons rather than just having that abundance mindset and just giving to people as well you know yeah, yeah. I, I i definitely definitely agree with that and and it's like and it, people can tell when it comes from like a genuine place mm-hmm. versus when people doing it because they they want a hundred percent you know if you're gonna get asked for a favor the next week or not <laughs> yeah like yeah I, I i definitely definitely agree with that yeah like actually another example and here's the thing is it's not always just people offline but i think it's if someone knows you has met you mm-hmm. they're very very willing to help expect you know even online but yeah, yeah. they met you in person well that's why i also like think podcasts and stuff like this because even though people i haven't met in person mm-hmm. they feel like they know me or, you know, I basically the same thing after people hear your interview, people can feel like they know you. So then even if you're just interacting online, people are still going to be very helpful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like you, they're sort of getting a dose of your personality, aren't they almost? Yeah, I can see that. Uh, so I got a random question from a, a, a reader. Sure. And I shared, I sh- like, I, I didn't share his name or anything. Well, I, I think I just called him John, but I didn't share, like, you know, his photo or anything because okay. it was kind of a, a asshole thing. <laughs> um, and I feel felt a bit bad posting it, yeah. but I think this is kind of the harsh truth. So basically what he did is he, he emailed me and he said, um, hey, you know, I want to use your 20% off Shopify coupon, right. but the instructions say, click the link in incognito mode or clear your cookies first. How do I do that? And I replied to him, and I was going to answer it, but I replied to him like very hard, a bit too harshly. Mm-hmm. I said, "Google it, because if you cannot figure this part out, you probably shouldn't be starting uh, an e-commerce store." Yeah, I see where you're coming from there. You know, if you want it that bad, you're not going to get stuck on a, a quite a easy to research question like that. You know? yeah. yeah, and I and I hear things. I don't expect everyone to know how to clear your cookies. Or use no, incognito no, mode because no, no. a lot of people don't know how to use it. Do it yet, but it's easy as Julian said, out. it's very easy to find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And I think that is the key right there, where it's probably easier for him to find that out than to find my email address, which I don't really put out there because <laughs> I don't really want people emailing because I don't have that, that much time yeah, to ask yeah, these questions. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that someone has the kind of mentality where they're like, oh, okay, well, let me. You know, let me just ask Johnny to kind of do it for me or show me how to do it versus let me figure this out. It's a very different mentality. Yeah, that's it. I mean, if you're so with working online, you already know, like you've got to be very self-dependent and independent, haven't you? So you, if you really want it that bad, you wouldn't spend 10 minutes writing out an email to someone. You just spend two minutes Googling it and, and find out how to do it. But also like a big part of learning is 
it's just going out there and getting the answers for yourself. You can't just take and take and take off other people. Not that I, I'm saying he yeah. is, but, you know. And, you know, so John, if you're listening to this, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't sorry, mean John. to <laughs> put you on blast or anything. And I know, like, he probably came from a good place. You know, yeah, he's probably yeah, like, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure he's not a good, bad person. I'm sure he's like, you know, Johnny, I want to use your, your yeah, coupon to give you credit. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. But, and I definitely could have phrased it better. <laughs> but I think from now on, because... The nomad, like, so becoming a digital nomad now is way easier than it used to be. Mm-hmm. I think even a year ago when you started, there wasn't as many resources. It's incredible now. There's like new resources opening up every single day, isn't there? Yeah. There's a new blog or there's a new podcast. There's space. new, yeah, yeah. there's more co-working spaces, there's yeah. more meetups, yeah, there's more conferences. Yeah, Everything's yeah. easier. Yeah. And I almost think now, I think because of the pushback that people are getting online is because it's so easy mm. that people come and they're completely unprepared. Yeah. Like they literally just show up and say, okay, I'm here. I want to be a digital nomad now. We're like, what do I do? And people are like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you just showed up. You don't even have a laptop. <laughs> you know, like, what do you like? What do you you know? What are you expecting? Like, that's scary. I mean, like, I I have met some people who have come out to Chiang Mai and they had no business before. They had no idea of how to start an online business, and and they just quit the job, thinking it would all come together when they get to Chiang Mai, and it's it's not really the case. You got to have that. Personally, I advise having your own side income before quitting your job, and you know, don't quit your day job before you you know you can flourish with your ne- next project. Yeah, I definitely agree with that as well. Yeah. But here's the million dollar question: <laughs> Is did you have income before you came here? Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. so uh, so I was working full time, and then I think I built. I was it was it wasn't much money, but it was enough to survive out here. It was like I was earning five hundred or six hundred dollars a month before I quit my job. Okay, and, and you know what? Even though that's not it's, quite enough to live, nah, it's yeah. almost enough where you're not going in debt being here. Yeah, I was hoping that I'd just get the extra twenty percent or whatever by working a bit yeah. extra harder and working. Yeah, and, and it, did yeah. that work out? Yeah, it did. Yeah, I mean now it's 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 more than that, much more than that. So yeah, yeah. See, yeah, I think your way is definitely smarter. I know for me, I I just came. <laughs> so, I know some people can do all or nothing and. But I think the yeah. I think the difference is first off you have to have enough runway so sell your car sell your stuff mm. and then if you have let's say five grand you know which is pretty easy to get if you sell your stuff yeah, yeah. that can last you five six yeah, maybe even seven months like right yeah, especially yeah. if you live frugally you live on a budget yeah and then if you take that you know let's say you take two months to figure out how to do something you test it and then you spend the next two months kind of working towards it. By you know, by the third, fourth, fifth month, you should yeah. have enough income, right? I know, like um, as well, some people thrive under pressure, don't they? So, like one of my best mates out here, he literally wasn't earning. I don't think he even had a profile online for like Fiverr or work. Um, but within a couple of months, because he was under so much pressure, it was either do or die, like make money out here or you're going home. And uh, because of that pressure, it motivated him to 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 really kill it on Upwork. And and he was the one who taught me how to use Upwork. So, <laughs> oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was the same way where I was like broke, so I had to work and I had to figure it out. Yeah. Versus if I had a cushion or if I was like if I started a job, yeah, I don't think I would have done it. Like, I it, it's way more work than people think it's going to be. It's a crazy amount of work. Sometimes. Yeah, like yeah. even creating something on Fiverr that you mentioned, it's a hundred percent doable. It's not you know it you know you can do it for pretty much for free. Yeah. And it definitely, you know, and it doesn't take that much time. But for a lot of people, they're just going to go four steps into it and be like, what? I got to figure out how to upload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like, oh, you know, my image is too big. I, you know, it, it won't <laughs> accept it. Okay, you know, I'm not going to do it. And, and unfortunately, if you don't want it bad enough or you don't have the, you know, kind of that self-drive mm, to figure it out. motivation, isn't it? Yeah. Then you'll you're probably just not destined to to work for yourself, right? Yeah, I mean you can work on your motivation and you can increase it, but you really have to have that commitment. Yeah, to to do it. Yeah. So, I do think it is possible for everyone. I don't think it's what everyone actually wants. Mm. I think it's not for everyone. Yeah. I think some people are actually happier having a paycheck. Absolutely. Yeah, I I can think of a few friends already who they'd rather have a stable life where you know they they want the 
the nine to five job and the steady career and the occasional promotion. And yeah. that's, there's nothing wrong with that at all, really. It just depends what's your goal in life and what do you want to achieve. Yeah, because yeah. there's definitely some of us that fucking hate that shit. <sighs> Man, it was so depressing for me. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like working nine to five was just... I, I just remember getting to the weekends and being exhausted and being moody and like, you know, waking up at eight, like 6 a.m. on a Monday. I was a killer or sucking up to some manager I had at work just because yeah. if I didn't, I'd probably lose my job and... And facing constant redundancy scares, all these little things that I don't know. Like. Was it really that hard flipping chicken at Nando's? Oh, come on, man. You know, <laughs> it's all about the hustle. <laughs> and it was McDonald's, actually. It was it? No, actually, so what was, your, what was your job before you came uh, here? So I was a marketing manager in, uh, in recruitment. Uh-huh. And recruitment's one of those industries where it's a revolving door of people. You know, some people never have a job for longer than six months in recruitment. And uh, I think... You know, like you have that uh, induction period for like three months. Mm-hmm. Our company, it was like 60% of people who were newly recruited didn't make it through. So it was so tough and so cutthroat and, and so many jobs being made redundant or people getting fired. I mean, it was never a dull day, but it was pretty stressful at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. And were you behind <laughs> a, like an, a desk or like a, behind a computer or was um, that in person or how did it work? I started off like that, but then eventually I moved on to... So I got a new job in recruitment a couple of years ago. And at that point I was working remotely, which okay. was awesome because... You know, I hope my boss, my old boss isn't listening, but I was working on my side projects during yeah. that time. And But you know, at the same time, like, so me and Chris were calculating how many how many hours people will actually work, right? Because <laughs> yesterday I went home at like, I don't know, like 12, like noon. Yeah. And I was like, I'm exhausted. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, how did, how did, how did I used to work from like I nine to five? I always think the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And... Chris was like, you weren't working nine to five. You were probably hanging out nine to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were hanging around the work. water cooler for nine to five. Yeah. yeah. And like, he's like, how many hours of actual work did you do? Because I don't think it's humanly possible or productive to do more than, let's say, four hours of productive work. Yeah. You'd yeah, fucking yeah. burn out. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I know that exact feeling. And um, man, I was reading about Japan where like the average hours work per week is between 70 and 80 hours a week. Which is like, how are people doing that? Like, how is that humanly possible to be productive during that time? Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, it doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) (sighs) Well, you know what? For people like me and you, I I think we are very, very happy that this is possible. That, you know, location independent work, being a digital nomad, you know, it's it's available now and it's doable. It's no, I don't think anyone's ever said it was easy. I think a lot of people claim that the people have said it was easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember, I, I don't recall ever even hearing someone saying it's easy. <laughs> no, you're, you're only fine copyright saying that for uh, people's <laughs> sales pages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough road and it's challenging and it's it's lonely at times. But, but it's, it's rewarding. So much, it's so worth it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's literally life-changing and... And, uh, you know, like when I go back to the UK, like, like my family and friends are jealous and, and, uh, they can't believe what I'm doing is possible, but it, it really is. If you're motivated enough, anyone can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So thank you so much for coming on the, on the Thanks podcast. Me, uh, if people want to know more about your, let's say to buy one of your gigs or if they want to hire you as a, as a copywriter, mm-hmm. how, how can they get in touch? Uh, so you can get in touch with me via fiverr.com forward slash julian goldie okay yeah nice and what about for copywriting for copywriting uh artwork okay if you just search for julian goldie on there i'm on there as a copywriter yeah some advice to you get a website (laughs) oh i've got a website too yeah it's juliangoldie.com but i don't use it that much you know what it's kind of bad what i want you to do is (laughs) before the homework look literally before the end of the day because this episode's probably not gonna go up until tomorrow okay I want you to go home and put something on that homepage. Yeah, yeah. Where if someone wanted to buy your copywriting, you know, a gig, yeah, yeah, that they can just contact you through through there because I'm sure if they if you send them to Upwork, first off, they're taking a fee. Yeah, they're gonna get a margin. Yeah, how, yeah. how much do they take? Twenty percent. See, they're taking twenty percent that you could have had, mm. or you could have said, you know what, let me pass that twenty percent discount straight to the listener, or even split it. Yeah, yeah, say, yeah, ten, yeah, yeah. Let me say ten percent, ten percent, and then. It's better for everyone. 
I will do that today. Will you do that today? I, will, I promise. Okay. <laughs> so if you guys are interested in a copywriter, if you guys need some sales copywritten, where can they go? So they can go to juliangoldie.com. Yeah. And they like can that. fill in the contact me page. Perfect. Right. Yeah. I like it. All right. Thanks for promoting me. Yeah. You're yeah, welcome. You. And the the purpose of, of this podcast and pretty much all the podcasts have all has always been to give people... Uh, I want to say, give people ways, alternative ways where they can they they can do this as well. Mm-hmm. And I think this episode has really really fulfilled that. Where this is something that I don't think anybody has a legitimate excuse why they can't do. There's I th- no excuse. Yeah. For it, yeah. I think with you know some of the other business models, some people might have a legitimate reason. They're like, I don't have the capital to start importing, mm-hmm. or maybe I don't you know I don't know how to code, or I don't know you know I don't have. The investment to buy a course, mm-hmm. or I don't have this, I don't have that. But basically, you've, you kind of just laid it out there. You've given them all the information for free. So thank you for that. Yeah, this is a model that doesn't cost any money. It doesn't cost any money to sign up for mm-hmm. Fiverr. If anything, if you guys want to buy a Fiverr gig, I'll even give you guys a free Fiverr gig. <laughs> In my, I have a PDF with a bunch of discounts. It's dropshiplab.com/discounts, and in there, there's actually a link for your first Fiverr gig for free. So then you can go on there. Buy Julian's uh, <laughs> ebook so you can have an idea of of how what mm. it looks like. You can get some of those hundred marketing tips. You can see how it's delivered. You can see how it's how the you know how the whole process goes, how yeah. communication yeah. communication goes, and then you can do it yourself in a different niche. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and all it costs you is your time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So go ahead and do that, guys. If you guys like this podcast please do me a favor, go on iTunes, leave it a review because this is the best way to spread the word. And if you guys are going to be in Chiang Mai February 4th, make sure you get your tickets for the Nomad Summit that's coming up. That's nomadsummit.com. And this week's uh, review is from Molly Fiona from the UK. Okay. So let's try to do this in our best British accent. Can you you posh it up Uh. a bit? (laughs) So, Molly, okay. So, you, you want me to read this out? In the poshest accent you can. Uh, <laughs> what do you think somebody named Molly Fiona, how Molly Fiona would read it? Molly Fiona. I've been following Johnny's podcast for a few months now and I'm hooked. I've listened to every episode back to back and I'm a hundred episodes in. Johnny is inspirational, motivational, and full of fantastic advice and tips. His guests are well selected and each one brings individual value. I learn something new in each episode. It's a long, long paragraph. I like how it switched from a f- old grandmother <laughs> to like this posh bloke. I feel like I'm in a Charles Dickens novel. Is it? Yeah. So we won't read the rest. If you guys want to check it out, you go on, on iTunes. <laughs> but thank you guys for leaving these reviews because it really does help a lot. Julian, thanks for being on the show, buddy. Thanks so much, bro. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Travel Like a Boss podcast. If you want to hear more, including the bonus, how to choose the perfect niche episode, join our mailing list at travellikeabosspodcast.com. See you next week. And remember, if you want to travel like a boss, you need to be your own boss. So start your online business today and start living the lifestyle you've always dreamed of.